Welcome to the podcast of Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. I'm Dave Ryan. We're actually doing this on Facebook Live right now. So if you watch this on Facebook Live and now you're listening to the podcast, uh, thank you for listening to it twice. Uh, we have about 130 people that are watching the recording of the podcast in my guest room right now. Uh, I, my official broadcasting uh, table is a ironing board. And I have uh, the same microphone that Jason Matheson has on his desk while he tapes his show. Anyway, um, I wanted to do the podcast because I'm going to have a busy, busy week and I won't have time to do the podcast later. So um, this week I've got the Dave Ryan 5K for Special Olympics Minnesota. So I've been running a whole lot more. And today, well, yesterday I went to the Arboretum and ran to the Landscape Arboretum because it's beautiful there. And today, I asked Carson, my son, I said, do you want to go with me downtown to Boom Island to run the actual route of the Dave Ryan 5K? And he surprises me sometimes. He's like, yeah, sure. So he got his running shoes on. He got his running shorts on. And we drove down to Boom Island Park. And I was going to use my GoPro and strap it to my head and, and do the run and then record it and speed it up. Hey, David, how are you? Uh, and then speed it up. Tracy, my running buddy, also is online now too. So, uh, and speed it up so people can see the route of the 5K. Well, technology sucks sometimes, and I was just about to get started, and my GoPro goes beep beep, and I looked up and it says SD card error. So I try it again, and within 10 seconds, beep beep, SD card error. Technology sucks. Sometimes, um, so I did not, we, we did the run anyway, we got lost. How do you get lost running down one side of the river and then back up the other side? Well, easy, because um, I took a turn onto Nicollet Island, and uh, I'm like, Carson, this doesn't seem right. Let's look at our maps, so you pull up Google Maps, which is amazing, and I realized we're on Nicollet Island, so we had to turn around and backtrack and run south before we could run north, and uh, it was kind of crazy, but we got in three miles today. We meant to get in four miles, but we actually got in three. So, the Dave Ryan 5K is this Thursday night. I'm also going flying this week. Um, I've got some other things going on, so I said, I'm going to do the podcast, and uh, I asked my wife, I said, what should I talk about in the podcast? And she said, you should talk about how you lost the Marconi Award. And I said, well, that doesn't sound like the most interesting thing to talk about. But she said this. She said, you know, it's the story about how I lost is actually, it's a good story. Because I was nominated for, is basically the, the Grammy Awards or the Academy Awards of radio. It's called the Marconi. Marconi was the guy who, you know, I guess was critical in inventing the radio back, back in the day. So they call it the Marconi Awards. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where to get nominated really is like, that's a big deal on its own. But of course, everybody wants to win. I wanted to win. Um, and, oh, my friend Mike Favitella from Colorado Springs is watching. What's up, Mike? Can't believe you're watching. Give Mike about 10 minutes and he'll find something to complain about. Uh, probably my hair, my hat, or the razor stubble. Anyway, so um, um, I was nominated and I won about four or five years ago. So that was really cool. But you know, of course you want to win. But this time I knew I would not because I was nominated against somebody who had passed away. And I thought, I don't want to win. I don't want her family and her friends and her kids to be at the awards dinner and not hear her mom, their mom win this award. 
Uh, I certainly would not have wanted to be there and go up and accept an award that this woman, you know what, whether she was the most deserving or not doesn't even matter. She, I don't know her well, and I'm sure she absolutely is deserving, but this is for her family and for her friends and for her kids. And I was very happy that she won. Um, so anyway, there is a chapter in my book that applies because the podcast is all about the book. Remember, it's take a shower, show up on time and don't steal anything and other shit I learned the hard way. So uh, there's a chapter in my book. And let me find it because I just put it down here. Hold on. This is my book, by the way, uh, and is available everywhere. Um, and it is uh, number 41, Praise Your Employees. And I love this chapter. Uh, and it applies to the Marconi Award. I'll get to that in a second. Your employees love their paycheck. It helps them buy food, scratch lottery tickets, and buy a nice suit to wear to an interview for a better job. You know what they love even more than their paychecks? They love being told they're doing a good job. So if they are, for the love of God, praise them for their good work. I have worked for bosses who must have thought if they said anything nice to an employee, it would go straight to her head, her head and make her unmanageable. Boss. Hey, great job on getting more of our chemicals into juice juice boxes, Pete. That's really going to help our bottom line. Pete, why, thank you. Since I'm so wonderful and valuable now, I'm going to start coming in late and sleeping with your daughter. Boss to himself. Wow, I should have never told Pete he was doing a good job. I'll certainly never do that again. Now, I know this conversation sounds ludicrous, but I swear some bosses must think that's what would happen if they praise their employees. Uh, we all love to feel like we're making a difference. I even read an article that said employees rate feeling valued higher in importance than the dollar amount of their paycheck. Well, of course, that sounds like complete bullshit to some of us because we love our paycheck. But a little pat on the back once in a while sure feels nice. If you are a boss, don't be afraid to praise your employees because we really love that. And some bosses just don't. So... um. Friday morning, there's an all-staff meeting and all the radio station staffs and salespeople and everybody from K102 and cities and everybody, they all go into the big performance room where we have bands come in at the radio station. And we first talked to the bosses up there and and uh, he's talking about how, you know, thanks for the state fair and the work at the state fair, et cetera. And, uh, and then he started to talk about, you know, we, you know we, we work with such great people and he talks about some of the people that have been there for years and some people that have been there, that just been there for a short time. And, uh, um, and then he said, but there's one person here that, and I'm not bragging, this is what he said. He said, exemplifies professionalism and uh, creativity and uh, continues to evolve and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh shit, he's talking about me. And I knew he was talking about me because the Marconi Awards had been the night before. And he held up a plaque and he's like, Dave Ryan. And I'm like, oh, wow, what do I do? So I, I mean, I went up and, you know, you, you got to make a speech, right? So some smart ass like Lee Volsvik or Fallon or Steve says, speech, speech. So here's the speech that you got to, you got to have a speech ready when something like that happens, whenever you win an award. Um, and the speech that I always kind of keep in the back of my head is a very accurate and sincere speech is that no award is really ever a solo effort. I mean, think about it. Even back when you were in school, if you won an award for your cheerleading team or your flute uh, solo, it's 
it's never a solo effort. It's your teacher and your um, your mom and dad for buying you a flute in the first place and for driving you back and forth the flute practice. So if you ever win an award and you don't know what to say, just remember to say things like this are never a solo effort because they're not. And everybody in that room had a piece of, of, of that Marconi award. So I didn't win it. So I was nominated, but he gave me a plaque. So that was cool. Anyway, um, I did have a bad... Not a bad experience, but I would say that there was definitely something that did not go the way I wanted it to go this weekend. So you remember uh, a few months ago, I joined an organization called Bugles Across America. And Bugles Across America basically finds volunteer buglers to play taps at veterans' funerals. And a lot of the time, it's hard to find an actual bugle player or trumpet player, because you can play it on a trumpet too. It sounds the same. Um so sometimes they would play a recording and I, you know, the, the feeling is, you know, these veterans who sacrifice for their country deserve more than, than a recording of taps. So they asked for buglers. So I signed up, we talked about it on the radio and a woman named Kim, her dad passed away. He was a Korean war veteran and she listens to our show all the time. So she sent me an email. It didn't go through buglers, bugles across America. Um, and, she sent me an email and asked if I would come play Saturday, yesterday. And and at first I thought, uh, I'm not sure if I got time, uh, what Susan or Carson's going to have on these. And then I asked Susan, am I doing anything Saturday afternoon? Nope. Well, I had something that I had to come to a little bit later, but Saturday afternoon around three or four. Absolutely. So I wrote to her. Long story short, Carson, again, it's weird. Out of nowhere, he asked, can I go along? And I said, well, yeah, sure. Yeah. So he goes along. We have a nice talk all the way up there. And then all the way to Buffalo is where we went. And I met her and her family. And they're all so nice. And it was at a senior center. And it was all for the residents. And so I was going to play Taps right before they released Balloons in his honor. And I played it. And I don't know if I was nervous or what. But it was the worst I've ever played Taps in my life. And it was embarrassing. And it was uncomfortable, and uh, everybody knew it was bad. And you know what? I asked Carson, I said, was it really as bad as I thought? And usually, what do you say when somebody says, did I really blow it that bad? Well, it's the polite thing to say, no, it wasn't that bad, to make you feel better. Carson's like, yeah, it was bad. I came home, and I played the video. Carson took video, played it for my wife, and she's like, oh, boy, yeah, that was bad. And, and it was, and I felt terrible because I really wanted to honor this guy and his family in the best way I could. And I fucked it up and, um, I'm very disappointed in myself that I didn't play it better. Taps is an easy song to play. It's not hard to play, but I just could not get the air out. And, uh, everybody there was so kind and so gracious. They didn't say anything about, well, that sucked, but, but I don't care about how I feel about it. I care that this veteran and his family deserve better, and I let him down. And uh, I don't often talk like that, but it was it was a hard thing. To get one chance, you don't get to go back and do it again, and I let him down. And I felt terrible about it. And I wrote to the woman today, Kim, who asked me to come and play taps. I wrote to her and I said, I'm so sorry that I screwed that up. And she said, and, and she was very kind. And she said, no, it was perfect. And uh, you know what? If she thought it was perfect, then that's all that matters. You know, I mean, 
I feel bad about it. I know it wasn't perfect, but if she was happy with it and her family was happy with it, then that's the important thing. And I told Carson on the way home, you know, because we, we didn't get all somber and serious and anything, but, but Mao, I see Mao commenting here as we do this. You're absolutely right, Mao. I did my best. And that's what I told Carson. I said, Carson, it might not have been very good, but I did my best. And that's really all you can ask of yourself. If you know you did your best and you tried and you practiced, then what else can you do? So I think that's a good lesson for anybody. And I told Carson, I said, you know what? There's going to be times where you do your best and you fail. There's also going to be times where you fail and you know you didn't do your best. And that's when it's a problem, right? All right. What else we need to talk about? Um, on a much lighter note, Stranger Things. So I'm hooking up my TV to the new Wi-Fi. We had a new Wi-Fi in the house. And so uh, I had to hook it up and I was checking Netflix. And Netflix opens up and it says shows like suggestions for you. And it shows Stranger Things. And I thought, you know, I haven't seen Stranger Things. I'm going to check this show out. And... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna see whether I like this show. So I sat there and I watched the first see first episode of Stranger Things, and I thought it was okay. I mean, do you love this show, Kelly? Stranger Things. Let's talk about this one. Joe from my band just joined. Um, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm making references once in a while to Facebook Live because I'm recording this while we are on Facebook Live. So um, I watched the first one, and then today I went back down to the basement and I watched the second one and it's okay. You know, I felt, I told Fallon, I said, does it get better? And she's like, it's definitely like by episode three, it's much better. And I said, okay, so what are you binging on right now? Um, I binged, the last show I binged on was Breaking Bad, but I also binged on, um, Oh, what was the one where the guy got accused of killing the hooker? What was that one? Somebody's going to tell me. It was on Hulu, the uh, something night. It had night in the title. Somebody's going to know it. Um, uh, the last, the last night. No, what was it? It was a guy, and he was Middle Eastern, and his parents were super strict, and he went out to a party, and he did drugs with a hooker, and then he woke up, and the hooker was dead in her bed. And the last, what was it called? I don't remember. Anyway, somebody's going to say it, um, and I'll bring that up. But um, the last show that I binged on was Breaking Bad, besides that one. And Breaking Bad was so good that it's just kind of, the night of. There it is, David. Thank you. The night of. I knew, thank you, Rachel, got it right too. Um, and, uh, a lot of people are, I'm going to tell you some of the shows that people are suggesting that you binge on. Okay. Let's going to scroll back here a little bit. Um, Narcos, Parenthood says Melissa, uh, Scandal says Aaron, um, Joe says Wahlburgers, Kelly Swift says Ozark, um, Brianna says it's pretty good. Watch The Sinner, The Ranch. Nina says, bringing Gil or binging Gilmore Girls extremely late to that party. That's kind of funny. Sons of Anarchy. You know what? Kevin is my buddy, too. And uh, Kevin says, Sons of Anarchy. And I heard it so good. And, you know, sometimes when you watch a show and you're not 
paying as much attention as you should and you get to the end of it and you go, I didn't like that show. That's kind of what happened with Sons of Anarchy. I was distracted. I think I was building furniture or something, like putting together a dresser or something during that show. And by the time I got to the end of it, I said, what the hell? I don't know what happened. So anyway, This Is Us is a good one. Dexter, we started to watch that one and we could not get into it, but I know a lot of people love that one, Chris. Uh, Fargo. I love Fargo and I love uh, Better Call Saul. But I'm going to wrap up with this thought because I preach this all the time and I really believe this. I don't watch a lot of TV. And people say, well, you're in the entertainment business. You're supposed to know all about pop culture. And I said, that's so basic to say, oh, well, you're a DJ and you're in the entertainment business. You're supposed to know about pop culture. I don't care. I, I don't. And I think that's what makes our show different is we don't sit there and talk about the same things that all these other morning shows across the country talk about. We don't talk about The Bachelor that much. Because there's life to talk about. There's your real life to talk about. I'd rather talk to you about your life and talk to people on the phone about their real life rather than what happened on the the Kardashians or Dancing with the Stars. And Nina says, I watch way too much TV. You know what? Sometimes we do. You know what? I've done that before too. But I always say... Don't live your life watching other people live an interesting life on TV, whether it's real or fake. There's so many things to do. There's so many things to explore and to read, and and, and some of it doesn't cost any money. Um, some of it does, but, but not all of it. So, I mean, notice this next time you're watching TV. Notice how still your body is. Notice how you're literally sitting there almost perfectly still for an hour or more. That's not good. I mean, it's not bad. There's worse things we can do. If you're overeating or smoking or binge drinking as you're binge watching, that's a problem. But hey, listen, um, this was kind of cool. I think that we might do this again next week. The podcast is take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything as inspired by this book right here. And uh, uh, um, I think it's episode 29. And you can download it, and you can listen to it, and it'll be on the podcast app, and and on it'll be on SoundCloud within 15 minutes. But nobody listens to SoundCloud. It'll be on um, in the iTunes Store um, in about an hour or two. So anyway, and you're right. Yeah, I noticed that Oliver says something. I only caught the end of it. Um, uh, Oliver says, meanwhile, Fallon gets 1,200 views for curling her hair. I told her. I said that is so great. I said you got to do more. I said. People will sit and watch me do like a podcaster walk on the treadmill, but they're just watching somebody talk. But when you're actually curling your hair, people love that. So I said, you got to do more shit like that. And she said, well, I don't know what else to do besides curl my hair. I said, cook, do some cooking or do a craft or do something because people love that. And Fallon's a lot easier to look at than me anyway, let's be honest. So anyway, thank you very much uh, for watching and I really appreciate it. Um, I know you've got other things you can do. Uh, you might be watching Monday night or Sunday night football. Uh, you're getting ready for the week, um, cleaning, whatever. And I appreciate it. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to the podcast, too. If you downloaded the podcast, uh, thank you. There are a bunch. If you need to catch up and binge, listen to the podcast, um, they go back to, I think, earlier this year. So have a great week, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks.